Welcome to Don't Evolve Me, State of Review, the MCU, Part 2 of 5, hopefully. In this episode, we're doing Phase 2, that's right, Phase 2. This is your host, Jake Sherbing, local nerd, weirdo, bad voice actor, with your guest, Ernie Gardner and Romero Green. This will do. Cue the music. Welcome to Don't Devolve Me. Alright, we're back for phase two. I'm going back on the stream. Alright, phase two, starting with. So we talked about validity in the first phase with Captain America. I think this movie might be the most like validity, like it has the highest validity mm-hmm. out of all the films, and that is Iron Man three. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people either like this movie or they hate it. Yeah, I don't know. People if like this movie, huh? Just people that like this movie. I have this movie high. Okay, not super high. I, w- I wouldn't say I would love this movie. In theaters, I was p- pretty upset. Mm-hmm. I was pretty upset. But rewatching it and not being like a huge comic nerd at this point, mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. I think overall it, do- it it's a good film. It does betray the comics a little bit. And it's kind of like a... It became very gimmicky. Mm-hmm. You say it became gimmicky? Yeah. That's so they're supposed to do the whole Mandarin thing. And they're like, oh, no, it's just an actor named Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. everyone became sad. I was like, "Wait, what? For real? It's not. It, oh no. Uh, you, oh, it's just an actor. Okay. Uh, like I the think per- it was very something to it. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, like the person that was portraying, quote unquote, portraying. Uh, yeah. The Mandarin. You wanted? Did you want him to? What's his name? Ben King Kingsley. Yep. Did you want him to be the well, actual person? They or? hyped it up for him to be this huge villain, to be the Mandarin. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest Iron Man um, villains. And mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's. Is it his biggest villain? It's one of his biggest villains. One of them, villain, yeah. Like he's right there on the comic ball, right there with Pim Pang Poom. For the listeners, you can't see it. You yes. just pointed to his wall. I pointed to the wall. Mandarin's on my wall. Like, he's such a big character. So, like, in the moment, like, I didn't really know much about the Mandarin. I was excited to learn about the Mandarin. And then it's like, oh, he's just an actor. And you're like... It, so I understand, like, why people hate this film. Mm-hmm. For that reason. But looking at it just objectively, I put this movie as a 3+. plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think at one point I had, like, a 4-. Oh. But I'm going to keep it as a 3+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point earlier... This movie, I think, does is such a good transition away from Avengers, because one, it touches upon his trauma. It's all about his trauma of he gave his life away and now he's adjusting back. He's adjusting back, but he's panicking. He freaks out, and it's such a like, it's such a cool thing to see in a, like a superhero film, because he's such he's he's vulnerable. So this is why I really like this film, because he's so vulnerable. You said in Iron Man 2, this is Tony Stark. I disagree. Iron Man 3, this is the Tony Stark movie, because he's not really Iron Man in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's Tony Stark. Okay. And I think it's such a cool, what is a really, really cool arc is, is in this movie, he's dealing with PTSD. He's dealing with trauma. How is he dealing with trauma? Oh, he's putting himself in the lab. He's making all these suits. He went from, what was the suit in... Avengers like Mark Mark one, Mark five, Mark eight maybe. He's at Mark forty two now. Yeah, Yeah, like he made so many suits, and this movie's just like, yeah, we're gonna strip the suits away, Mm -hmm. and we're gonna make you fight without your suits. Mm. And I think it's just it's an interesting story. And he travels across country. He go, ends up in Florida, and he all he has is like his equipment, and he's just jumping into the compound. He's just like knocking people with his electric um, mm-hmm. hand. He's frying people, and then he's slowly getting his Iron Man suit built. Like it's just a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That one, yeah, I give you that. Yeah. And also the villain itself, even though he's not the Mandarin, even though in the movie he's like, I'm the Mandarin. Like, I thought it's a really cool, interesting villain. It's not somebody in a suit. It's somebody who can melt the suit. It's somebody who can take away your armor. And I think it's just, it's such a cool, unique, just visually, like, villain for Tony to fight. Somebody who can destroy his suit. His armor does not protect him against his villain. And it's just, I don't know, it's an interesting... Okay. Though, I'll touch upon this later after you guys uh, give me your opinions. But there is one thing, one big problem that Phase 2 kind of starts. And I think you might know what I mean, but I'll touch on it after you guys give me your ratings. Okay. I think I gave this one a 3 minus. Yeah, that's what I got. Um, I think it's one of those movies that is, you can just tell, I didn't notice this way back then when I first watched it, it's a bridge movie. It's just, you had to put it, it is. up. Yeah, I felt it was really rushed. Um, they're trying to capitalize on the moment. Um, I don't like how they disrespected the Mandarin. Like you said, he is—he's—he is, he is one of Iron Man's biggest villains. Yeah. it's kind of just—I don't say it again—it's kind of meant him. <laughs> I just like saying it. I don't know why I like saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a two. It's a two bit. It's meant, and um, um, it's, it's kind of messy in my opinion. It's just. But what I do like about it is kind of what you touched upon. It, it does kind of give another retrospective than Tony. Without his armor, he's very vulnerable. It touches on him being an actual person. He has to kind of like defend his kid, help his kid figure out his kind of situation. And then he's just kind of dealing with the trauma. And then I love one of my favorite parts about that movie is like, well, the kid is like, why don't you just build something? Like he kind of brings Tony back to Tony. Yeah. And I think that's what I do like about it is that kind of comes back to who he is. He totally should be Iron Man, the kid. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a thing we talk about next time. Uh, that kid fits in. But, because um, he is important. I think that's another thing to it. It's, uh, it's an important one in a weird way. Because, like you said, it strips Tony down and it kind of teaches Tony how to yeah. be Tony. You know, I will say the ending of this film is really confusing because he's like, he destroys all of his armor, which makes sense when you think about Tony's arc. Like, Oh hey, I made all these armors, but I don't need this armor. I'm like I am Iron Man, and that's what he says at the end. But it's confusing because it's like, did he just give up being Iron Man? He destroyed all his armor. Yeah. Like when you don't really get the arc right away, like when I first watched it, I was really confused. Like, mm-hmm. is he done? Is yeah, he... yeah, you know. But like when he because th- then he get, gets rid of his uh, shrapnel, which it's like, why didn't you fucking do that in the first place? Mm-hmm. There was that. There was that question. I questioned that. The Mandarin thing, I think. For a lot of people, that, that kills this film. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a big insult, and uh, I don't know where I'm staying on it because, like, it is a big insult, especially if it's such a huge villain. If they didn't want to like white cast the Mandarin, or if they didn't want to like um, make it the stereotypical Asian bad guy, like I understand that, but they made it into a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think. What we're starting to like, I think producers are starting to learn gimmicks don't work with audiences. It's like a, it's a cheap shot, it's a cheap reaction, and everyone reacted and it didn't react in the way that they probably liked. Like, it made this movie for a lot of people just one of the, the worst movie because of it. It's such an insult. Yeah. I think it, what it could have been mm-hmm. is it was supposed to be Tony's at the time we thought Tony's finale, solo finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it is kind of just. You know what I mean? Just got like okay, we're moving on. Kind of yeah. Thing. Like, so, I don't. That's my personal opinion. Three yeah. minus. Bro. <laughs> Bro? Okay. <laughs> um. It's not getting into the chair. No. Uh, I think I'm done with the chair. Wait, that's a lie. When you say the movie, I'll come back. Okay. Um. Iron Man, I give. I give it three. I give it three minus. And. I'll tell you a reason why outside of the movie itself. Because around the time, fucking, what was it? The Dark Knight Rises came out. And movies were trying to jump on that whole dark theme sort of thing. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So I feel like people got influenced by that. And they said, all right, well, Iron Man 3, that's our next project. Why don't we do this? They got a little bit darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it's a little bit darker. It, it, yeah, I, if you look at it, the entire franchise, Iron Man 3 is the darkest one. Or it has darker themes. 
Like, yeah. Iron Man 1, you're getting introduced to... Well, they're the, dealing with uh, PTSD, which is such a... True. It's, it, as we know, in our field, it goes there. Yeah. Um, it gets dark. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between... I don't know how to put this, but like a person actually going through it and then portraying that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one thing that that I thought was kind of whack. Two is the man, uh, the Mandarin. That was trash. I wanted it, I wanted it to be mm-hmm. the actual person, but then it wasn't. It turned out to be this white dude, and I'm like, why should I care? You know they they were what they were, the villain was supposed to be the the old ex girlfriend. She was supposed to be the villain of this, but Disney did not at the time. One of Let the that happen. They didn't trust that a woman could be a fem- uh, villain. Man, it's sexist. <laughs> it was. It's like straight up. Sounds sexist. very Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing: like we I didn't feel, know this. Oh man, that's really Disney. <laughs> I feel like, like Guy Pierce is fine. Like I think he did fine in, in the villain role. I did, like when you think about like the villain itself, I don't know if it really makes sense. You know, like he has this idea. He meets with um, the woman botanist who makes extremis, and they make aim too. They threw away the aim whole angle too because they're aim, but they're also a mandarin, and it's like they, it's like yeah, yeah. it's like why that's two big organizations. Why are you wasting on this character who is now like he's the mandarin? It's kind of like a joke. You know what would have made it good, honestly? Continuity, right? If the Mandarin would have ended up being, uh, what's his name? Justin Hammer? Yeah. If it were him, then I'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, he came back and he, oh, I would have liked that, yeah. 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 With Sam Worthington, you would have like that, um. Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, is it? Yeah. I keep saying Worthington. Sam Worthington played fucking. Is that Avatar? He was in Clash of the Titans yeah. and Terminator. Sam Rock. Okay, that's my bad. None of this is important. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, I think, yeah, Justin Hammer as the villain would be more interesting because he's like, you know, he's Tony's peer and be really cool. But like, hey, we're no no more armor. We're just going to take it and he's going to be, he's going to have uh, power that can take away Tony's armor. Mm-hmm. And that would have been really cool. That would have been more interesting. Yeah. And I think that would have made the Mandarin twist better. Better. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, he came back. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Good point. Yeah. That would have been good. I like it. Um, but, yeah. So this this movie in Phase 2 definitely has this problem where, like, it, the Avengers happen. They all met up. Mm-hmm. Right? This movie sees the President of the United States captured and held hostage. Where the fuck is Captain America? Yeah. Good point. Like, Thor, fine. You know, he doesn't care about the United States president. You know, S.H.I.E.L.D.? Where the fuck S.H.I.E.L.D.? That's a question. But, like, where the fuck is Captain America? Right? Like, we know that he's part of the army. You know, he's part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The president gets captured and it's just Iron Man and Tony Stark's the one who has to save him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... And that's, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, there's a... This whole phase two has all these questions. It's like, mm-hmm. where the fuck is all these people? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I think, like, once you start thinking about the film, it's like, we're... we're yeah, we'll get into the next one. Um, any more to say about Iron Man 3? Yes, I will give this now that I'm older, yeah. especially doing the work that we do. Yeah. Um, As uh, for the audience, our field is mental health, so we help a lot of individuals who have PTSD and other um, mental health diagnosses. We try. We try. Mm-hmm. We do. Our, we do what we, we can. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you think about it. I think that's like a, a heavy subject, and I yeah. do think that's good in terms of character development. Mm-hmm. So I do agree with you there. Mm-hmm. It's not so much a, a story about Iron Man; it's more of Tony Stark. And again, I'm a big fan of subtleties. If you go back to the Avengers, that brief conversation between Captain America and Iron Man, and you hear Steve Rogers go, you know, take off the suit. What do you have left? That's a jab right there because we'll yeah. get to Iron Man 3 because it's like, all right, you ain't got no suit no yeah. more. Mm-hmm. You ain't feeling this. What are you going to do? So, yeah. and it, this, this movie answers that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it brings the whole trauma thing into Avengers Age of Ultron, which we'll get into once we get to that film. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's my that's my two cents. All right, the next one. Speaking of dark movies, Thor, Dark World, or The Dark World. I can't remember all of it, probably because I was high. So I'm out on this. <laughs> Thank you for the honesty. Yeah. <laughs> so when I watched this movie. Because, like, I was I was all in at Marvel at this time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Avengers, Iron Man 3. I was all in Marvel. So we watched... I remember watching this with my girlfriend at the time. And I came out, I'm like, oh, this was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Now, rewatching it, it's a good movie. Like, it, in terms of, like, superhero movies, this might be a three, three minus for me. In terms of MCU, this is a two. Yeah. It's... Um, it's just... Not fun to watch. Again, it, Dark Knight influence. It, the, the, yeah, the dark. Um, it's Thor. It's just very dry. Um, you put Drain, James back in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, I feel like th- this movie has so much going on, but there's like not a whole lot to really talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Phil Malkith, which is um, after reading about him in the comics and like reading, oh, I forget what what's it called. War of the Realms. Uh, it's a comic book uh, series, big events, and I read it. He's such an interesting villain. He's kind of like Loki, where he's more chaotic, more charismatic. And then in this movie, he's just nothing. He's just, I'm going to make the world dark. That's his whole motive. And it's like, what, is he, what are you doing? Like, so he, this villain comes in he's trying to make it dark the best one of the strongest villains is Curse and it barely touch on him at all um, it's the end of the realms storyline uh, where are the Avengers during the end of the realms there was that question it's just it's just one of those like hey it's a Thor Avenger where the world's on the line and then he saves the day and that's about it mm-hmm. yep and that's basically how this feels. I wish I can speak more about this. Like, Loki was good. Um, Odin was good. Anthony Hawkins, Tom Hiddleston. Like, they were great in their roles. Like, it's a, in, it's a myth film that has some enjoyment in it. But overall, it's like, I only need to watch this because this movie is referencing that game. You know, I feel about that, too. I don't even remember what I gave this one. What did I give this one? Or was it the three minus? Three yeah. minus. Um... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I got nothing much to say about this movie. Um, <laughs> There's not much. This is one of those. Freya dies. That, I mean, that's that's a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get the, Loki died. That's kinda, a thing that happened. The only, the only thing that I really liked about it that touches on is the realms and how the realms kind of yeah. play a role in. The but MCU. Ragnarok just kills it. Yeah, it's just one of those movies like, hey, we're Marvel. You're gonna watch this anyway. So come to the theaters and watch this myth film because we're Marvel and you're going to watch it. And that's just how I had it. Oh, I, oh yeah. I was a casual at the time. There was I, an advertisement like that. But like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to watch it just because it's Marvel. It's Marvel. Aren't they, aren't they all like that? I'm saying, just blatantly say that. Like, <laughs> that's, that's basically what you, you should have just said. Like, come come see the movie. It's, it's Marvel. It's Marvel. You love us. Come give us your money. Hey, it's Thor on a new adventure. It's Marvel. You're going to watch this film. <laughs> Well, we don't have to say much more anyway, but we have we paid for 30 more seconds, so let's talk about Thor. He's <laughs> Malkit. He's an elf. He wants to make the world dark. Ooh, isn't that interesting? Watch the film. Rated PG-13. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. <laughs> You're like, damn, they got me again. Like, we could have skipped on this movie. I wouldn't even thought about it. wouldn't question it. I'd yeah. like, Oh, I went home like, oh, we didn't talk about Dark War. Mm, that's okay. Right. I wonder what I'm going to eat later. Like, like. Well, we can, we can move on to the next one. This, this is one of those movies where I'm pretty sure I skipped a few times in my run-through. But, uh, Ro, rating? Two. That's fair. All right. <laughs> cool. Next one, I got beef. Damn, right off right. the bat. Right. I, got, I got beef. Okay, Ernie, Ernie, you got explain, to explain this word to me. Captain America Winter Soldier. What did I give it? Three plus? Okay. Insult. Insult. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Explain it. Okay. I'm going to look. I'm not going to change my rating, but this one took me, a, the reason I have it at three plus, it took me a couple to, a couple watches for me to give it that. Um, it's a great movie. I, I, I can't really hate on it. It's just, 
it's drug out in a way that you know I get he's on the run doing all things yada yada mm-hmm. but um this is really drawn out I just feel like I don't know it's hard for me to explain it like it's great but it just could have been more but it's just him just trying to find himself which is okay but it's just <laughs> I don't know like, it's, it's, like, I don't know like, it's, 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 the man is struggling under pressure I just I, I can't find the words to describe it like, and, I, and it's weird because I can I can place it in my head but it's always how I felt about this film I don't have the words to describe it like it's not it's not one of your favorites yeah it's not one of my favorites it's important it's I don't know it's just such a it's, this one's hard for me do you feel like it's a uh, a filler that's how I initially thought about it okay see this is why I said this is one of the ones I had to go back when I first when I first watched it a couple times I was like this is filler it's cool but it's just filler going back and watching it and watching the whole MCU watching the yep. so, or the uh, Captain America saga over and over and over like I have now I love it so, but it's just one of those films like I don't need it. Is that is that kind of what I'm, I just kind of want to get? Like it's like, good. Like it's good, but yeah, it's I like, didn't need it. Yeah, it's how I feel about Ragnarok. It's a great movie, but I didn't need it. Like it, this is okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I get I, that's it. what I'm saying. It's hard for me to describe. I get it. so it's like you know, like I mean, I'm not kicking you out. So <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I saw the rating. I was like, oh man, I, I got things to say about it. It's a great movie. It's just. <sighs> Alright, I kind of want to jump before you jump. Yeah, I was going to say, you go. Alright, this movie's a five for me. This movie's really? Like, this movie's arguably the best MCU movie. This is. Mm. To me, this is the ultimate superhero movie, and this is the way I would write a superhero movie. Here's why. Alright, so, starting out Winter Soldier, first scene, they're in the helicopter or they're in the helicarrier. Mm. Or not helicarrier. They're in the boat. No, they're on the. Well, you go on the boat. They're on. They're on the ship. though I can't think of the ship name. They're on the ship, right? Mm-hmm. And they're prepping for this mission. The, he jumps immediately into the water with no helicopter. You're like, shit, Captain America's badass. Mm-hmm. He goes onto the boat. He's kicking people off the boat. He's throwing his um, shield. Basically, he's establishing dude, this character is fucking badass because Captain America was known as like the most boring Avenger. He was just like. Eh, what's his superpower? He's kind of strong. He's kind of fast. Now, in this movie, he's like, yeah, no, no. He's fucking strong. He's fucking fast. And he's Captain America. Mm-hmm. And right away, we meet Baltrock the Leaper. Yeah, I didn't think too much about that. No, no one does. And that's okay, because he's he's just a villain. But this is a movie, this is what, this movie does something that I wish most movies would do. Start off with an action scene. Start showing the character who they are as a hero and give them a villain to fight against that's kind of equal but he can defeat. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this is how, like, when I watch this movie, I'm like, this, yes, this is how I write a movie. Mm-hmm. Start out with an action scene. It was fun to watch. He beat Baltrock the Leaper. It's kind of important to the film, but it's not that important. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we start with that. And then go into his regular life. And this is something that Avengers film didn't do. We touch upon his life, how he's adjusting. Um, he's in the capital. He's running fast around. He meets Sam Wilson in a very funny thing uh, scene on your left, mm-hmm. which I think if you're jogging, you're like, all right, I'm doing well. And you see some superhuman just <laughs> running raps around you. This movie had a lot into it. Like Iron Man 2 had a lot of it, but it all fit together. Um, you have... One, Bucky's back. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew it was Bucky, even though we like they didn't mm-hmm. say it was Bucky. Mm-hmm. It was the mystery that nobody was but and we knew that the leak was Shield was going down. It's such a huge thing, mm-hmm. right? Shield is compromised. Mm-hmm. Hydra's in it. It's tense. Who's Hydra? Who's Shield? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We have Agent Sitwell, who is a huge First of all, we talk about Avengers without talking about Phil Coulson dying. I just realized that. That was a shame. No, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he comes back in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which... <laughs> but yeah, we have Agent Sitwell, who's been a character throughout this entire thing. He's S.H.I.E.L.D. He's Hydra? Like, that blew my mind. Um, we have all these villains. We have the Winter Soldier, who's just... We know he's Bucky, but he's mysterious. He's beating Captain America left and right. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this huge action, action scene with Nick Fury, which is like one of the coolest like mm-hmm. scenes. Like I just like I'll pull it up randomly on YouTube and just watch it because it's just fun seeing Nick Fury at his best. Mm-hmm. Right, he's defending himself at his best as escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Captain America in the elevator, mm-hmm. and then we see best scene. Yeah, yeah, one of the best scenes in the entire film is just him in an elevator with like. 20 dudes and he takes them all out so you have like that cool scene we have all these different villains with the Winter Soldier being like the main villain but we also have Robert Redford we have um, Arn Zola coming back to making a cameo appearance which is like we have all these villains we have Crossbones in there and his origin story starting Mm -hmm. so we have all these characters and so like for like me this is me coming out as a nerd reading comics and seeing all these characters like oh shit like See, this is what I was trying to say, and I couldn't, like, I had to watch the rest of the MCU to and come back to it. Yeah. yeah. And get that, like, that, I said 3+, plus. I probably realistically now, like, I give it a 4-, minus, but I had to, like, go back and, like, really, like, look for, like, those subtleties, mm-hmm. those Easter eggs, and then I, I really, as I watched it more, I enjoyed it more. When I first watched it, I was like, because of what you're saying, I didn't understand the relevance of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I first first watched it, I was like, okay, and that kind of stuck with me for a while because I yeah. didn't go back and watch it for a while. But after I went back and watched it, then then I even watched it again. The pandemic, that's when I watched it again. I went back and watched all the Marvel movies, and um, you don't go nowhere. So yeah, like I, said, I watched every single one again. Um, that's when I'm like, okay, he's he's going on this mission. So and so's introduced. We're kind of getting into Black Widow a little bit too. We're kind of all these things like, okay. I actually really like this movie. Now, like, <laughs> kind of like you were saying, like... I didn't even talk about Black Widow. Yeah. So, like... Also, where's Iron Man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. That's... <laughs> that's no there. But, um... So, yeah. I did initially give it a 3+, plus and let's but I gave it a 4-. minus. This, um... Yeah. I had to grow into it. That's kind of what okay. I had to grow into it. I had to grow into it a little bit, too. I think initially it'd be, like, a 4, 4 plus for me. Mm-hmm. Over time, though, just watching this, like, yeah, this is how I would, like, make it. Marvel film mm-hmm. or not Marvel film this is how I make a superhero yeah. film yeah and like looking back at the selfies on your left in game on your left kind of yeah. Thing, kind of yeah going back going back and watching it after watching everything else that's when like I like this also Russo Brothers are freaking amazing mm-hmm. top um, tier yes they are I want to keep yours on this four plus okay respectable four four plus hands down um, and one of the I think one of the biggest reasons for that is not just the subtleties, like, you know, we've been saying this, the, the continuity for things, things just coming back, things that you need to pay attention to. Watching that movie, there were definitely parts where I was scared. Like, I actually, like, it's not a thriller. It's nothing like that. This is a Marvel mm-hmm. movie, but it, there were some themes to it where I was like, I'm kind of scared. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just, when... Um, well, they, when the Winter Soldier starts to really pop up and he's yeah. fighting Steve Rogers, I'm like... Is Steve going to die? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, they... Not that they should have killed Nick Fury, but, like, his death was kind of like, is he dead? Is he not dead? Mm-hmm. That was, like, maybe the, the, some of the criticism of the film. Yeah. But, like, it was such a big film, you're like, shit, people might die in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we didn't really get that feeling in the MCU yet. Day four, Shadow. Yeah. Um, I mean, no one died. Someone should have died. Yeah. In, in the movie, or in yeah. the... In the universe itself, both people died. Well, no, like people should have died. Like the big characters should have died. We should have felt a little bit more. Like Nick, like, if Nick Fury was gonna die, this is the film to die in. I don't agree with that. That'd have been way I mean, too soon. Died, I That'd have been way too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. A little bit well too soon. I don't. I wouldn't want Nick Fury to die in this one, but I'm, I'm saying like like it makes sense. Yeah, it would make sense. I'm trying to think of like what other characters, like maybe Bucky dying in this one would make sense. And actually, but then again, you're kinda, just you would destroy a whole storyline. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't know who would make sense to die, but this is like the film. Somebody, where somebody should have died. Someone should have died. This is such a tentful film that yeah. like, and it's such at the time, it's a huge criticism of Marvel. No one dies except for Phil Coulson who came back. I have we'll bring that they'll come to the next one but, uh, whenever we get to it I have a thought about that same thing but, okay. um, but yeah I was I was genuinely mm-hmm. I had I had fear mm-hmm. and a big reason is just the movie in itself you have villains in there you yeah. have you have big name villains mm-hmm. but the Russo like ah, 
they're so good at what they do. It doesn't matter if you have a big name. That's not what their focus is. Mm-hmm. They'll give like they'll they're so good at what they do. They're not like, "Oh, here's the main villain and he's a baddie." It's more of this is not what you should be afraid of. This, this is what you should be it's afraid of. The organization itself. Yeah. And it's like who's who's compromised, who's not, who's part of it. Also, this is the this movie's the the single hand movie that made Agents of Shield that actual good show. Uh, yeah. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Well, yeah. <laughs> the first season is just trash up until Agents um, Winter Soldier comes out because then one of the big character spoiler alert, one of the big characters that's like in that show is Hydra because it's about Shield. Mm-hmm. It's the one with the glasses. No. Oh okay. I don't even like. I don't even know who he, who's like the one with the glasses. Anyway, yeah. don't yeah. matter. Um, <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> But I'm just saying, this movie's so good, it made a TV show. It went from trash to good. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It's such a big event. Like, dude, like S.H.I.E.L.D. was Hydra all along. Like, Hydra was hiding in S.H.I.E.L.D. all along. Like, that's such a huge, big revelation. And it just, like, made the MCU such a... So different. Yeah. It changed the whole landscape, which I feel like was like, wasted. We'll get into that. Like that. That's scary as fuck, dude. Like, who can you really trust? Yeah, I was terrified, and I, I say this, and I think this is probably why I also give it a four plus. We all know that Captain America has powers and stuff like that, and you see what he can do. Yep. But this was more. It was and, so big. That and talking about like organization, it was an espionage theme. Yeah. It's like okay, we all know that he can have powers and stuff, but he's an agent himself, so yep. you're in that world. Yeah. So also, Captain America took on a fighter jet and won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, that's a cool scene. It's like, his shield makes no sense. What do you think about it? Because it's like, it's a boomerang, but it, it shouldn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And like, when I watch it, I'm like, this shouldn't work, but like, it do. I'm okay with it. Because you know what? It's such a badass scene. You took on a fighter jet and won. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, it's a five for me. I have a few other films. They all have the same, um, common theme and we'll get into it later because yeah. I don't want to spoil the rest of this okay. wait 4 plus that's where I'm at yep um, next one Guardians of the Galaxy we'll start. you want me to start on this one? I don't think I'm doing this one I see it here too <laughs> yeah tell me what I get uh, you gave it a 4 minus 4 minus that's right I did give it a 4 minus I like Guardians just because it's fun it's a fun movie yeah it's fun very fun um, everyone fits their character well um, my kind of criticism on it is that they didn't really go into any of their stories like Drax has an amazing story they don't it, yeah um, yeah they don't really dive deep into they it dive into they all story. have great stories yeah they, they really do. Gamora has an amazing story that's I think they're I think spoiler I think they're doing something with that I don't know we'll see because <laughs> of her yeah we we'll get that but um yeah Overall, very fun. If you want to pick at it, you can pick at it. But it's it's a it's a very yeah. fun movie. You kind of just it's origin story, and it's just very fun. I've had this movie as overrated for the longest time, just because a lot of people are like this is the best MCU film ever when it first came out, and I think initially I, I, four minus is where I had it. I'm like it's a great film, but it's not that great. I, now I put it as a four plus because I do think overall as an origin ensemble film. Mm-hmm. They do a great job. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's like yeah. one of the best origin ensemble films. Every character has such a great story, and they they touch on it. They touch they, on it. They make they do it enough so you want to like learn more about them and come. Yeah, you know, I mean, it like it brings what they do with like, the other movies and like, the future and the holiday special. Um, they touch on their origins a little bit more, and like these characters have so much depth, but they don't like waste the depth. They are like it's there. We talk about it. But it's like it's there later for us to explore. Because mm-hmm. what's important is this villain has to go somewhere. You can't touch upon all the characters. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, it, they do a good enough job with all the characters' backstories. It, it just works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What's your rating? I'll give it a four plus. Honestly. Okay. The only reason that I really give it that, you guys have already touched on it, but for me, it was, it was the first Marvel movie 
that I watched and it had this not so much depth but connection among characters yeah. like you watch the Avengers right okay it's all of these big superheroes coming together and mm-hmm. they work pretty well they can fight tight yeah. but these guys there's emotion there's a yeah. lot of emotion mm-hmm. like that was the first Marvel movie good... that I cried to I was like god damn I think I have a good analogy <laughs> Avengers is an all star team yeah Guardians of the Galaxy is the first team Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's, that's how a bar. Yeah, it's like mm. this is like the first ensemble film. This is the first team. Avengers, they're a team, but they're more all stars getting together to you know end a conflict. This mm. is a team. Yeah, yeah. You know, like without Star Lord, like Star Lord on its own, yeah, it's interesting. But he's not as interesting with him as part of the Guardians of Galaxy. Same with Rocket. Same with Groot. Same with Gamora. We've been through shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we're all it kind of all got put together now. We're all kind of mischievous in our own ways we're all got our own stuff going on but now we're all here together for the same this movie just does so many things well and I think like one James Gunn is just master class of characters Um, his film is really good it's just a fun film to watch Mm because there's so much color in the film yeah Yeah. and we'll get into that with uh, volume 2 because I think he even his goal was I'm going to use every single color in this film and he does so 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 well Mm -hmm. Um, also music Music, the yeah, music, yeah, the, yeah, music, the music, music. Beautiful. it's beautiful. Like the, the opening scene, like him just like, eh, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just fun. You know? It's just yeah. like it's a fun film. It's also it's a fun film, but it's not just a good fun film. It's a great fun film. Mm-hmm. And so when people are like, oh, this is the greatest MC movie, at the time I was like, oh, it's not the greatest. But like now I'm like, okay, I understand. I understand. It's up there. I understand why it's you put there. it there. Mm-hmm. The big negative con for me is um, exposition. Because all their dialogue is explaining the world, which is needed. Mm-hmm. It's needed exposition, but when you rewatch it, it's kind of like, oh, it doesn't make sense. Why is Rocket explaining this planet to Groot? Mm-hmm. He knows. Or why is he explaining it? Like, why is he talking out loud to nobody or to Groot? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, or like in the prison scene, they're like going through all of the characters. It's like, why? Like, why would they do it as a team? They would do it individually. For the commercial, obviously, it makes sense. Yeah. But, like, it just, there's a lot of exposition that when you rewatch it, like, right, if you watch it back to back, it's like, oh, you can, it's more apparent. Like, oh, I already know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it doesn't quite make sense. So that's why I gave it, like, too much exposition. I don't know a better way to make it better Mm -hmm. other than, like, not explaining things. But I think that's, if you don't know the world, it's less um, engaging. Like, if you don't know about Xandar, and if like Rocket doesn't explain Xandar to the audience, like you don't care about Xandar in the end. It's mm. just another planet. Like I don't care if this planet gets destroyed. Yeah, like who gives a shit? Mm. Also, we gotta talk about the uh, the end scene, the dance off to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it because I at the time was like, eh, <clears throat> but now like after watching the holiday special. I okay, I didn't, I didn't, I have not seen that yet. No, I don't think you have either. No. The holiday special ties into this, and it makes the um, the dancing the dancing makes more sense. And I'll just say this: he thinks Kevin Bacon is this huge hero, mm-hmm. and they talk about how Kevin Bacon is this huge hero. Mm-hmm. So in the scene where the, the whole plan is about to die, everyone's about to die. He channels his inner hero, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Fuck, that makes sense! Mm-hmm. Like that's so good." But again, you have to explain it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. um, in the time it, like you're like, but it's also refreshing. I thought it was refreshing a little mm-hmm. bit because like Marvel ends with like, this huge CGI battle, and there was a huge CGI battle which I thought they did very very well. Mm-hmm. It's very intense, and you think it's going to end, and then it's just like, that's silly. But like it fits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you guys have thoughts on it? I think it, <laughs> it's one of those ones at the time is like. Okay, but as you kind of grow into learning about the character, learning about Star Wars, yeah. uh, uh, who he is, mm-hmm. it fits. You know, it's one of those times, like, <laughs> it's funny, I always say this. I think in, in, in that world, it would work. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a beautiful distraction. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking at it, it's like, that's a beautiful distraction. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, it's just, just and, like, very confused. I'm and like, like, learning about Ronan, too, like, he's such a fanatic. Like, he thinks people should be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's expecting everyone to cower in this. He finally has this moment. And this 
jackass is just dancing away. It's like, it, this is a big moment. I'm dancing, bro. This, <laughs> this, this is my victory moment. Why are you dancing? This is my big moment. Why are you dancing? What are you doing? You know, kind of thing. Like, yeah. yeah, and, uh, yeah. What'd I just thought it was pretty good. What'd you think of him as a villain? Ronan as a villain? Yeah. Uh, I think it was a good villain. At the time, I thought he was one of the better villains. Yeah. Now, I, looking back, I'm like... It's just a pawn in the... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I kind of like how he's just like, fuck Thanos. Boom. <laughs> like, he kills his uh, right hand man. It's like, fuck Thanos. Like, I'm taking over now. I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. I like this song. Like, I thought of him as a big threat. Like, he took on, uh, he didn't take on Thanos, but he was like, fuck Thanos. And I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, alright. That's one right, I didn't understand that relevancy until after I Yeah. Much more, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Four, I, four minus, four plus, four plus. Yeah, we're all in agreement. It's a great yeah. film. Yeah. Um, I think it's borderline one of the best MCU films. I'll say top three or five, definitely. I think I have it five. That's fair. Yeah. I think I have it five. I but that's because I, I have three or four. Maybe four or five, actually, yeah. So, all right. Oh, this is the next one. Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, we're yes. already here. Shit. That's yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we only have this, this and Anna is the next. And that's phase two. Yeah, yeah. Alright, um, Ernie, do you want to start with this? We're actually not far off from each other in the ratings. Okay. This, okay, this one sticks at home because when I first watched it, no one, everyone kind of hated on it. And I think he touches on a very good point about the humanistic complex. Mm-hmm. Um, it got deep. I think this is a solid four. I think it's one of the better. Oh, you what? Have, you have a solid four? You put four minus here. Oh, did I put four minus? Okay, sorry. Four minus, okay. It's still what? <laughs> go on. <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah. I just think Ultron is a very good villain. I just think it was a very nicely done film. I think... Um, I will say this. This film is underrated mm. for the masses, and I will say Ultron is underrated. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm more of a defender of this film than like when it comes to like, the casuals. Hold on, before you go on, I want to hear more. Was, did you have more, or was that it? A little more, but he can go. I'm, I'm good. Well, more. basically, what I'm saying is, when we discussed this earlier, I felt like I was attacking this film, and you were defending this film. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, hold on, this is yeah. weird. I'm yeah. usually the one defending this film. I'm but anyway, that. continue. Um, I just think like like going back to what you said earlier, it kind of touches on Tony's PTSD. Yep. Um, it really dies into. Um, you kind of get those little tidbits of uh, Black Widow's origin. You mm-hmm. kind of get um, um, him and her and Hulk are trying to like kind of whatever they're trying to do. You know, it just kind of it kind of touches on them as humans. You know. Yep. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I just think, I like the lore of the film. Mm-hmm. And I think Ultron kind of touches on some very good points about, the, like I said, the humanistic complex and how humans will. Eventually, destroy humans. I think I love it because they're fighting for humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. he's, you know, and um, it also kind of touches on. Well, it's humanity versus ro- uh, a robot, essentially. Yeah. And um, I think I also kind of personally, because I agree with him in that film, on how humans. Just, Save planet Earth, destroy humans. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought with that. But, um, Sorry. No, I just think it's just one of those ones that just kind of gets lost in the mix that is actually a very good film. Yeah. And uh, again, it just kind of does little tidbits like Cap- Captain Iron Man out there talking. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just see their tents and building. Yeah. You just see the, you just see the little things. Um, Barson has a family. They didn't know that. Yeah. No one did that. Uh, turns out that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, I just think it's a very underrated film. I said four minus. I, I asked about it right. Um, I think it's a very good film. I think it's up there. I I personally have it at like five. I really like that movie. It's just one of those movies. Pretty at five? No, I mean like when we're talking about the like the one. It's one of your favorite. Like it's in your films, it's probably number five. It's probably okay. one. Of, yeah. Um, I just think it's one. All right, it has its holes, but what's yours? No, I want to hear your your rating. Um, because me and you aren't like too far off. But you were you were reacting when you said four minus. So I want to I want to hear yours. Well, when I think like after he explained that, I would probably put it up there at a four minus. Before I was kind of like, I was at a three. It's influence, folks. But <laughs> it's not that hard when it comes to this. Stuff. But the only reason that I had it at that is 
forgot his name. How could I forget his name? Maybe. Ultron. Oh. Ultron is a is a big character. Like, yep. he's a huge villain. But it was it felt random to me. There's nothing that really led up to his character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. kind of like it's kind of just there, yeah. it's just throw him in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you look at Thanos, oh, that makes sense. They, we got a glimpse of him. Mm-hmm. If you look at Loki, okay, we understood that. Yeah. Even if it didn't make sense, like, why is he a baddie? It's like I have a thought on that. You want to keep going, or you want me to do a... chime in? Okay. They do kind of lead up to him with Tony's PTSD and his just after the first Avengers, he's like, okay, there's more to this world than just here. I need to find a way to protect our planet. I need to find a way to protect our world. That was his. And he was born. He was born from the scepter too. Yeah, yeah. But this was kind of his response to that in a way, like because he was saying, "What do you say? Like world peace is like yep. this is the answer to our powerful world peace, protection." And um, so that was it. Was kind of led up, but it, so what you were saying like it, it wasn't like thrown out there that that's what it was, you know, leading up to. But this, but him, the lead up to that was him dealing with his PTSD, him finding out that this there's more to the world, there's bigger threats. This is how I'm gonna respond. We this is what we need to do to make world peace, and so he created all that, and then the scepter, and then it all just kind of came together. Yeah. But, um, all right. I want, I want you to go because I I have thoughts on this. I mean, with what you say, I could I could see that it makes sense if you don't look at it in, in terms of a movie like visually. Mm-hmm. That makes sense theme wise. I'm like, okay, I can see that. Especially going off of Iron Man 3, because at the end, right, he destroyed, he destroyed all of his mm-hmm. suits. Mm-hmm. So then somewhere in there, he was like, well, there's a bigger threat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mandarin is one thing, but there's a way, way bigger threat out there. Mm-hmm. We need to be prepared for that. I need my suits. Mm-hmm. I got to come back. Mm-hmm. So And then the scepter and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. That makes sense. So I have a lot of thoughts on this film, because this film... Alright, for the expectations of this film, this was an Avenger film, right? Yeah. The last one was this huge cultivating event. Um, it was a, this great finale for mm-hmm. the end of phase one. And this film was supposed to be this great finale for season two. And I didn't feel like it really did that. Here's why. Mm-hmm. This movie was supposed to be a tentpole film. And we'll discuss what uh, tentpole films and filler films... Mm-hmm. We'll discuss that more in part two when we get to mm-hmm. phase four because I feel like they have a huge problem with that in phase four. Yeah. This movie failed as a tentpole film because this movie was more trying to be, at least, I think um, Kevin Feige and uh, Marvel itself, mm-hmm. they were trying to make this a transition film to Infinity War. They're trying to make this yeah. a transition yeah. film mm-hmm. to Endgame. Mm-hmm. Whereas Joss Whedon wanted to make this a tentpole film. And you see both elements in this. Mm-hmm. And so, in all in that aspect of like, it's supposed to be this tentpole film, this huge culminating event from Phase Two, it failed. And I think that's why a lot of people think this movie is trash. Let me finish. Ernie's pointing up his finger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this movie is very underrated because I think this movie is ultimately good. I think the same problem with Avengers. This movie did double. There's a lot of cool content in this movie, but they just don't make it obvious one um iron man and ultron like ultron is kind of what we talked about what it would be cool that justin hammer was his yeah. evil version of himself um in the comics ultron is um ant-man's villain it's um hank pym's villain hank pym is who makes ultron is basically the same story as mm-hmm. um tony stark in mcu like Ultron is a serious threat he's mm-hmm. just a robot he's just serious but in this film he's silly mm-hmm. he's like he makes jokes sarcastic. he's singing he's yeah, sarcastic yeah. you like it's so off-putting because you're expecting this serious villain and he's, and he's silly and you're like why is he silly but when you think about it which this film it does highlight it does show but it doesn't make it obvious that in the first battle which the first battle is amazing the language thing it's like mm-hmm. It's funny. It's great. It like it did well. Mm-hmm. Um, Wanda uh, gives a vision to Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And they show it. Tony gets his PTSD back. He reverses. So what does he do? He finds this 
he finds that the scepter has like an AI type of thing. I believe it's the soul. Not, no, not soul. It's the mind gem, right? Yeah, yeah. So it has a mind of its own. And so what he thinks, oh, I'm going to put it into Jarvis and we're going to make this AI mm-hmm. uh, with his, American, uh, his Iron Legion. And we're going to make a suit armor on this world and we're going to make an AI protect this world. And um, he becomes, Ultron becomes Iron Man. Are you a Tony Stark? He becomes Jarvis. He becomes a personality of all of Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it makes it makes Ultron more interesting mm-hmm. with that knowledge. But this movie just doesn't show it. it. It shows it, but it doesn't really tell you. It doesn't make it obvious. Obviously, show before you could, like show don't tell. It does show it, mm-hmm. but you got to make it obvious, especially to the casuals who don't understand what the fuck's going on. And especially for those when you change mythology. Sometimes you just gotta like nail it on the head. You gotta just point out the obvious. Hey, Ultron sounds a lot like Tony Stark. Hey, he's like the evil version of Tony Stark. If they just would like throw in some of those lines in there, audience would have been like, oh, this is evil. Oh, okay, that's why he's making jokes. They don't do that. Um, so I have lots of thoughts. No, I know. I know. Um, some other things that just like don't quite work. Quicksilver, um, his death. They finally killed off somebody. It didn't feel earned. Um, Hawkeye, they tried to put in the forefront. Um, it just like didn't land for me that much. And like for the most part, I do enjoy this film. I defend this film more often. But you know, here you are with the four minus with me and the three. I'm like, okay, why is it a three, not a four? Um, one of the big things that after rewatching, so we watched it in the last few months. One of the big things that uh, bothers me a lot is Joss Whedon's quips in this film when there's such a serious, serious thing that's happening. In the Avengers, it felt okay. Like in the moments when they're making jokes, it felt fine. But in this movie, you have literally people falling, like the city's rising, Ultron's trying to kill the world, you have people falling off, and here's Captain America making a joke. Like, dude, like that person's dying in the background, and you're making, like, you turn around, and you're making a joke. Like, it just doesn't, like, yeah. land and work. So this movie, to me, it's very underrated, because a lot of people think it's trash. It's not trash. It failed the expectations, but it's overall a good film. Ultron's a good uh, villain, especially when you know the backstory of it. Um, there's so many interesting things that's going on. This was... Like, it's a fun Avengers film. It's a Avengers film. It just didn't land as a tentpole film. It just didn't do its job as a finale. It's good. It's not great. And I understand why people don't like it, because it does fail at what it was supposed to do. Or what people thought it was supposed to do. I like how you said that. It failed what people thought yes. it was supposed to do. I think it excelled on what it was meant to do. Mm-hmm. And when I say that... Um, this is the first one, like I like how you said earlier, how like the first Avengers is kind of like a, them being an all-star team. Yeah. This is the one where they become a team. They come yeah, up, I agree they with that. Yeah. A little bit. Think of the first scene. The first scene, they're uh, running around beating up people, and uh, they do the full. Everyone's got their little scene. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the kick, you know what I mean. This is the first time where you see them actually like at their full power. Yeah, they're hanging they, out. They're using each other's powers to mm-hmm. help each other do what they gotta do. Like you they're know, dating each other now. Yeah, they're having fun. Yeah, I guess, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dating each other now. They're having like they're, they're, not so, explained at all, but okay. You see them like coming together as a team. They're having fun yeah. while they're fighting and stuff like that. They're making the little jokes and stuff like that. I do. Um, I, I do think the whole like Avengers against Hydra was wasted. And I wish, I think that was the film that they should have made. Not Avengers versus uh-huh. Ultron. Yeah. Like, if anything, they should have made this a two-part film. Like, the first part was Avengers versus Hydra, because that would have been fun. It would have been fun. Especially if Red Skull came back. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had some other big, See, like, villains. that would have been good right? as, like, yeah. a big villain. Yeah. Yeah. That would have made so much more sense, like, Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. And I think like Ultron works. Mm-hmm. I think he's a he's a big villain. He's a huge Avengers villain or villain in the comics. There is like there is lead up to it. it. He makes sense where it is. It just should have been a tentpole film rather than a filler film. But that's where I've grown to like be like I like what he did because like I said, people hated because what they thought it was supposed mm-hmm. to be, but it excelled at what it was meant to be. It yeah. was mostly this is them. This is them enjoying a humanistic complex. This is them. Okay, we're gonna show you their relationship. Some good, and how they're cultivating. This, did, this, you know, um, 
Hold on, sorry. Mm. Um, this film did really good at building the lore of the MCU. Yeah. I will say this. Um, Wakanda. Yeah, you got. I was just going to do that too. You got the, Wakanda. The, Wakanda gets introduced. Uh, Claw. Claw gets introduced. Um, mm-hmm. You have Wanda and Quicksilver. Quicksilver. What's his first name? Not important. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. He so did it. Anyway. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you have like Scarlet, Vision. Scarlet Witch. Uh, Vision's okay. huge. Oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about Fuck up. Here. Right. Uh, Gust is back. Romero. Okay. This is one of the, this is probably the biggest reason why I put it at a four a four plus. Paul Bettany, not even Vision. Paul Bettany, mm-hmm. not even Jarvis. So when I don't know what I've like, I'm a big Paul Bettany fan. <coughs> Honestly, like I remember seeing my first I movie, this. <laughs> like Gangster Number One. If you haven't seen that, go watch that. That's just ah. Like, if I ever read a book, whenever I read a book. And you have that voice in your head, a narrator. Mm-hmm. It's not Morgan Freeman. It's him. It's him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does really good with Jarvis. Yeah. yeah. So when I heard the voice, I was like, oh, shit, where's this Paul Bettany? He's Jarvis. Tight. And the fact that they continued with him, yep. like he went from Jarvis to becoming Vision, I was like. Beautiful. I do, I do like the worthy part of it at the end. And like yeah. The, the whole humanity, like this robot, he has the Mind Stone in his head. And he's like the most humane individual yeah, yeah. ever, and he's just pure, like he's mm-hmm. pure human. He's just he's what all what uh, to what Tony wanted Ultron to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like cool to see. And then you like the hand he's the authority to like well done. That, that was cool. <laughs> just hand it to yeah. just like, here you go. And then, like, you know they, they have this huge scene where nobody can pick up the hammer except for like Steve for like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and then you see you're like, and that's another part of where I love like that. That is an important. Part subtle. That's subtle. subtle. That is that's, a beautiful. That is one of my favorite. Parts that's a great show game. not tell moment. Yeah. That is a great show not tell moment. Is mm-hmm. where he hands the hammer. You're like, like you, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to make it obvious. You. We spent ten like yeah. whole minutes mm-hmm. on them trying to pick up a hammer, and here this this robot out of nowhere just like here you go. Mm-hmm. Also, is elevator worthy? <laughs> <laughs> if an elevator picks up the hammer, is it worthy? <laughs> it's I, I say yes. It did its job. Yeah. But and then, yeah, and then, it, I think it's beautiful how they pan to all of them, and they're just yeah. kind of just like, and then it dawns on them like, and then you know Thor goes, yeah, well done, yeah. Because that's one of my favorite <laughs> parts in the entire MCU because it's just a beautiful moment. Like, hey, so Ultron's plan doesn't quite make sense. I think it's just interesting. Like, we're gonna just take a, uh, a city, we're gonna raise it super high in the air, and then drop it. That Man, like, that shit sounds stupid. It's <laughs> like, it's like, you're a robot, and this is, what, this but, is your no, plan? No, 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 see, no, no, think about it, think about it. I mean, he wants to he destroy betray- humanity. He truly hates but he, humanity. Yeah, so, but he, what's, what's the most vicious way I can destroy humanity? Oh, right. I'm going to take something of yours, of your planet, build it up. But he's too human. Yes. Think about it like, like as my, <laughs> I think about my dark self, like, Hmm. That's how I would do it. The shit. humanity. Yeah, but it's like the stupidest thing you could do. Like you have two, Why? you have two human allies. You're gonna take their hometown, raise it, you know, sure. miles in the air, and have them betray you because you're, you know. Sure. Why not? Yeah, but to but to what you're saying, right? The whole thing, it's very humanistic. You're not gonna think they about something them, elaborate. Yeah. You're gonna like it's all emotion. Yeah, it's all and thank you. It's, it's all, all emotion. emotion. Oh, how can how can I make a statement and, that I hate these people? And here's the thing: he is like the evil version of Tony Stark, which yeah. I wish they would have touched more upon it. Because if they would have, this movie would have been better. That's fair. Also, the whole scene that you just touched on with Vision handing the hammer to Thor, right? Mm. It's a very human scene right there because you're like this person who just came into the world has more sense than anyone on the planet mm-hmm. is worthy. Mind you, this is supposed to be a robot. So you're like... Exactly. And he was born yesterday. Yeah. But up bum So I just think... And that too, yeah. And then the little tip is the little subtlety. Like, like um... You know, you're... Cap the, touching on the hammer, only picking it up, and... Yeah. Uh, so you're the rumor of this film, right? Yeah. Uh, this is like the movie that Marvel is like... Had their hands on the, the entire time, and Joss Whedon was like... Back the fuck off! This is my movie. But this is like the, this is this film is the reason why he didn't come back. Mm. Which I mean, hearing his personal side, I'm fine with it. 
Like he got fired for, or why didn't? Oh, he quit. He quit. He was sick of. He was sick of like the Marvel like. Has so much influence on it. Yeah. Because this was such a huge film, Marvel wanted to make this a transition film. Joss Whedon wanted to make this a tentpole film, and you see both. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like Thor's, Thor's like vision of like the and it's such a. And I think that worked to their advantage. If you made this another big event, you know, thinking you're killing the moment. It worked. It worked well as a transition. Yeah, I think I I think it was perfect in that sense because you're 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 killing the event of it. Yeah. Like, it made Infinity War an event. You know, Endgame an event. This was just kind of like the okay. We need to get you something, but you know, let's just show them After learning how to be a team. Fine, I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, two things, and then I gotta dip out. Um, one, that really grind my gears. Not not that scene, but Ultron, knowing the original story that he came from hate pen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that they transitioned that to it being Tony Stark. Story wise, okay, I can it makes sense, but yeah. as an as an OG fan or as a really nerdy dude, get the fuck out of here! This is not what I want to hear. Yeah, like I, tell me how he is introduced. So I'm fine with it just because introducing Hank. Ugh, there's so many steps that they didn't take, and I think Ultron fit in this moment thematically, at least for Tony. I just wish they would have made a Hydra film, then do it Ant Man, and then have like them working out together, Hank Pym and Iron Man. That would have been better. That would have been, That'd have been better. Marvel, I am. Over Marvel, hire us. us. <laughs> so, um, two. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Marvel. The after credits. Uh, I did not see until years later. Like I had no idea oh, yeah. Thanos did that. I, you know where I actually yeah. heard it? Where? From a fucking TikTok. <laughs> like I heard the sound, and I was like, "Where is this from?" And I said, "That's Thanos. What's this from?" Oh shit! So, all right. Uh, you have the before you go, Ant Man. What, what do you give it as a rating? Four plus. Four plus. Damn, four plus. plus. I actually give it a four plus. I do. Okay. Oh, quickly defend it. Elaborate quickly. I give it a, like. <laughs> I don't want to hate on this film, but quickly defend it. It's it's a stupid movie, and you look and you like you watch it, and you go, I don't really need this. It's not necessary. But when you look at MCU as a whole, that's especially with the movie that's coming out now, you're like, that's I, 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 I need it. That's how I felt about Winter Soldier. Like, okay. it's a great movie. I don't know why I needed it mm-hmm. until I looked back and watched yeah. it over. And, yeah. Alright. Like, this is the the, uh, the third Ant-Man coming out. It's going to be the biggest one. But you could not have gotten there until uh, you... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And plus, I think it's one of the funniest fucking movies in the MCU. That The cast? Oh, yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid yeah. as hell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here, Mr. Rowe. You can catch him on the Symposium podcast on Spotify and anywhere you find a podcast. Don't make well a fun about that show, sir. <laughs> sir. See you I'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> All right, back to it. Last, uh, last of phase two, Ant-Man. Uh, Rowe gave it a four plus. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think me and you are both kind of... I don't have much to say about this film. Because it's just a good film. It's just it's a three. It's a solid three. Solid three. Yeah, it's not gonna hide. Like this movie is like we did the examples in the beginning where I'm like this is the movie I always give the example for a three. It's Ant Man. It's good. Like you can pick at it. Um, Yellow Jacket is a shit though. One. Um, the heist doesn't always make sense when you think about it. But like this, don't think about the movie. Like don't think about the plot. Just enjoy. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Um, yeah. I keep, why am I blanking on the actor who plays Scott Lang? Uh, Paul Rudd? <laughs> yeah, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Sorry, I, it's a thing. I blank. Yeah, yeah Paul Rudd, just, he's just so enjoyable in that role. It's just mm-hmm. fun to watch. Um, yeah. I can watch two hours of Paul Rudd just... Being silly. Yeah. Just being silly. Like, I can just enjoy it. Um, I like the novelty of the fact that, like, everything was, like, small and then it got bigger. Like, I thought that was really cool, especially with the Thomas Train, like explodes through the house it's like oh it's cool to see like it's just a visually appealing um movie mm-hmm. and it's it's maybe the you know I wouldn't say this is the best origin film but this is a pretty good origin film yeah it's pretty solid uh, like I said I gave it a solid three I just I took it for what it was 
Excuse me. It's just a fun movie. Um, I really like his backstory. It's a good origin story. Yeah. Not the best, but a good one. Like, good guy. Mm-hmm. Steals, uh, steals get by. Steals for his... No, he doesn't steal for his daughter specifically. But he, he steals to get by. Overall, mm-hmm. just a good dude. And then, you know, like, hey, be a hero now because... This movie does, I think, what other Phase 2 movies uh, fail at is they had uh, the Falcon in there. It's mm-hmm. a cameo, you know, like, and I thought this was like the first film that, like, hey, let's bring other characters in just for a quick cameo, mm-hmm. just to be like, hey, this is a Marvel film. Yeah. Like he had to go in and steal something from the Avengers, and he fought the Falcon. And I thought, like, oh, that's that's just cool. It's just fun to see. Like, yeah, you know, you're like, oh, it's a cool interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, like it makes Ant Man a little bit more legitimate. And um, the next movie we talk about it, it bridges those movie that movie together. So. It's just a good movie. Yeah, and I think it's fun because like he's actually like it gives you that nice little humanistic, humanistic complex where he's like, "Hey, I love me some Captain America," you know. <laughs> he's like a genuine fan, you know. Yeah. He, he kind of gives you that that I'm a genuine person kind of guy, and right? Now I kind of like I'm a hero. He doesn't have a hero complex, mm-hmm. at least in this movie. Right. Exactly. I think Phase Three he gets that, or not Phase Three, uh, the Quantum Medium he gets that in the new trailer, mm-hmm. um, which I'm very excited for. We'll talk about that in part two. But yeah, um, I don't have any more on this film, do you? No. Good. All right. Um, should we take a break here, or should we just power through the biggest uh, phase? Let's just power through, man. I'll do it. All right, let's do it.